Welcome back to the AMCAT Podcast. I'm your host, Travis Giard, and I'm coming to you from the AMCAT Center on the campus of Ada Maria College. Uh, for episode 11, we'll be sitting down with the notorious head coach, Dan Brienne, of the baseball program. Uh, coach is now into his fourth season here at Ada Maria. Uh, he is four games into this season, winning all four contests with more than 10 runs in each game. Uh, they are um, batting at 399 average so far and 5.03 on base percentage and a 6.65 slugging percentage. They're even impressive on the mound. 11 players have pitched so far this season, and that has made up the team's 3.25 ERA. Um, so far, Brock Eskelton has pitched five innings, allowing just one hit and seven strikeouts, and obviously senior Zach, um, Jack Marzak has still continued to shove it on the mound. Eight innings pitched, only six hits allowed, and 13 Ks. Um, welcome back for your second podcast, Coach. Thanks for having me back. All right. So, um, how does it kind of how does it feel for you to finally see the pieces falling together that you've been working so hard on getting the last couple of years? Well, they were together last year, and right. then we get hit with a global <laughs> pandemic. So, uh, I'm just really happy for the kids because. Um, they bought into the vision that we had when, when I took the job. And to see them kind of grow up and mature as a program over the last couple of years and then to actually start seeing the results on the field when you're able to play, uh, especially given the fact that trying to prepare your team in a global pandemic to play at the level that we want to play at is obviously very challenging. Right. You can only have 10 guys in the weight room, 25 guys in the gym, most of the Practices are indoors. We play outdoors. So I mean, there's a there's a ton of factors. You got to test. You got to wear masks. It, it's it's uncomfortable. And I give these kids a ton of credit because they just show up and, and compete every day, inside, outside, cold, warm, masks, it, it, whatever it is. They just show up and do it. So that's a, a testament to like their commitment and their maturity. And I'm I'm so proud of the guys. Right. And like last year, like you said, you had the pieces, but this past off season, you even added a couple more, like James Powers. A very the, nice the piece to yeah. add. <laughs> yeah, he well, he's he's obviously a stud hitter, and it's it's more than that. It's his energy that he brings. He makes everybody better every single day. He's all over the guys. He's plays with a ton of energy. He runs around like he gets us going every single day, and that's infectious. I don't know if that's a good analogy in, uh, in the current terms but it, it, it's true it's this you know and a rising tide lifts all boats so yeah. he comes in and and it, he's made a huge impact for us already across the board it's been a great addition um kind of alluded to this already but this is like your second time that you've started a season with a top record for the program um this is the best season so far first team to go four no um what kind of makes this year a little bit more different than the previous time that that happened well it's just a real like challenging time to try to play and we're one of the only schools playing I mean, we were the first team to play in new england we, we returned post pandemic um to get everything going again in new england and it seems like the ball's kind of rolling now and uh at this point i mean to not play is just silly i, I mean if you've been to a home depot or a walmart in the last eight months to have somebody try to tell you that you can't play baseball it's it's mind-boggling you know and it's like we're outside we're spaced out I mean 
we're even going as far as having like our center field to wear a mask. He's 300 feet away from anybody. So, and again, whatever they want us to do, we'll do it. They just want to play. And I give the kids a lot of credit for just dealing with it because it's not easy. And a lot of the stuff's ridiculous. I mean, we're going to look back 10 years from now and just laugh. Like we had to wear masks when we were playing, but you know, but you do what you have to do to be able to play. And, um, I wish I could be as smart as some of the people that make some of these decisions. It, it, it mind blowing some of the stuff that we've had to do to be able to get on a field. My brains are scrambled by the time just to, to get to practice. Never mind organize a practice, accomplish all the things you want to accomplish during the day at at the practice. Who's sitting next to who on the bus? Who lives in what dorm? Put these guys on that side. Sp- space this one out. It's just you know the temp checks, uh, all the stuff. You know, to co-verified app. Then you got to enter into another app on some other form. It's just, it drives us insane because it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot just to just to get out on the field. So right. it's like, I said it to John the other day. I said I, my brain feels like scrambled because I'm and just that's just for our practice. That's just too. practice. Yeah. Never mind. We're trying to play a tough schedule. Right. We're trying to get ready to compete for a conference championship, and it's going to be hard. Just to you know, so. There's a lot that goes into it anyway, and then there's a lot more. There's a whole other 40 layers that you have to do. You know, I have to fill out a seating chart of who's sitting where on the bus just to go to a game. It, it's We'll laugh 10 years from now when it's all water under the bridge. But it, it's just, I keep going back to you. You just can't, I can't give the guy, I can't give our school, I can't give our guys enough credit just because we want to be out there. The school wants us out there, and they're doing what is necessary to make sure we can do it safely. Nobody wants to get sick. Nobody right. wants to see the kids get sick, anyone get sick. So I just I give a lot of credit to our school for pushing it and making sure because some of these schools, you can tell, they have no interest in playing. They'd rather just right. save the money for the year and start again next year and and just write it off. It's like, well, you can't just write it off. That's 50% of these kids' careers have been flushed down the toilet because yeah. of something that's out of everybody's control. So I can't thank President Rattel, Joe Brady, enough for – continuing to push and continuing to fight the fight to be able to play the games uh, as scheduled because there's a lot of people that think they have all the answers that have a differing opinion of, you know, whether we should or shouldn't play. But again, if you've been to a Home Depot or or a Walmart in the last eight to ten months, you definitely can play baseball. You can fly in an airplane, you surely should be able to play a game outside. Where literally everyone is at minimum... (laughs) 90 feet away from each other until you hit a grand slam in a 6-6 game but yeah. <laughs> we don't want to talk about that yeah <laughs> all right so big question what has impressed you the most about this season so far has it been the pitching fielding hitting kind of what side of the game i would i would say that our hitting has impressed me the most because i expected us to have one of the best rotations in new england right. i know that jack is a stud on the mound. He's going to be a draft pick. And we added Chris Brower this year. Brock's really grown into a guy for us. We got Liam Cunningham back. So I knew the pitching was going to be a strength for us coming in. So it's kind of like ho-hum. That's what I expected. But I've never, 10 years of coach of college baseball, had a lineup like this. We finally hit the way that I want to hit. And we swung it last year. But then you put power, you know, you bring eight and nine starters back and add James Powers. Now you can really swing it. So we swing it one through nine. We got four or five guys sitting on the bench every game that would start on most other teams. You know what I mean? I mean, they can swing. And you see it the other day. When we sub, Morley hits a grand slam. 
I mean, his like, only his second career hit. Yeah, is a grand slam. <laughs> right, and there's yeah. a lot of reasons why he, you know, he's been he's been banged up, and there's been, yeah. and then we had a, you know, the season cut short. But I mean, Morley's a stud; he can swing it. We yeah. all know that. You know, Calcaterra hit four jacks in the fall, and he's like fighting to get at bats right now, and he's he's doing a heck of a job. He comes in the other day, bangs a base hit. All he does is hit. It's just so it's like, it's, yeah, it's not even just your starting rotation no. either. You put in your backups a couple times, and they. All delivered with hits. We really and, love our yeah. freshman class, like Luke Luden, yep. Liam Kane, Joe Yanelli, three freshman infielders. Like those guys, ball. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. So, and they're just going to continue to grow and develop and get better. And but that's a sign of a good team. Good teams are deep. It, yep. It's competitive just to get on the field at a good program. So that makes me feel good that we're at that point now because it's been scarce for us in right. the past you know like <laughs> yeah. when twitch went down it threw us all out of whack a couple of years ago but he's such a good athlete that he still was able to play anywhere on the field and right. help out as much but it's as like possible. now it's like we can absorb some blows and it, if a guy's out and again now this year it's like if somebody sneezes it's like maybe sit out a couple of days you know what i mean it's just <laughs> like so it's just just the natural uh like ebbs and flows of a college baseball season anyway then you add in the pandemic, the testing. This one didn't test. This one forgot to test. Hopefully that doesn't happen again. But it's like right. every any given day, this one could be out. That one could be out. So the fact that we have guys that can just step in and we don't miss a beat, that that's what I'm most proud of right now as a coaching staff. Awesome. And you do have a new member of the coaching staff, Jake Ryan. Yeah. How has um, he been for you so far? Jake has been awesome. Um, it was really disappointing when – Brett had to stop coaching because Brett's been here since the beginning and he's helped us build this program brick by brick. And I can't thank him enough for everything that he has done for us and still continues from afar to do for us. I, I still talk to him daily. We, you know, consult with him on the strength and conditioning stuff, how to adjust the lifts. And he's still here. He just can't physically be here as much right. every day. But, like, he's still involved. He's still part of our family. And um, he always will be. But, um, you know, when I, I, I offered Jake the job, it was like Jake played for me in high school, Legion. Um, you know, I've, I've gotten close with him, like, over the, over the years. He was a great player when he was at Worcester State. I coached against him, actually, when I was at Fitchburg. And he's still he's still ticked about the shift we put on him, and he and he yanked one, and we and we it ran it we ran it down, and he still brings that up, which I love, because uh, we knew where to play him. Right. But um, he you know he he didn't miss a beat. Uh, you know, like not having Brett, I was really stressing out those first right. couple of days. And then Jake came in and, and he's just jumped right in and, and he knows how I want to do things. He knows how I want to play the game. We have really similar like outlook on things. And he's, uh, he brings great energy every single day. He throws money BP, which is very key. <laughs> and, um, and he really knows the game. And the fact that we're on the same page is huge because to just to bring a new coach in three weeks before the, the season starts is never easy, but right. he's he's done a, a hell of a job of of making it easy on me. So I can't thank him enough. He's yeah, he's definitely awesome. very vocal. I can hear him yeah. behind the backstop at, when he's coaching third. He's very vocal to the hitters. And absolutely, he yeah. does a great job with the hitters. He can work with all the position groups because he caught, he played infield, he played outfield. He was a good hitter. He was all New England, so he knows the game. And he was, you know, he graduated in 2017, so he was just in it a few years ago. It's not right. like. He's an old timer trying to tell us back in his day. Right. So and the kids and a lot of the kids know him and they all respect him already and he's been a, he's been a real big pickup for us. Awesome. All right. So trying to get into a little bit different here on like this the schedule. So the GNAC did come out and 
say that they will have a conference schedule. It is not full schedule. Obviously, I think we only have eight actual conference games that will be counted as conference. Um, what kind of was your thoughts when that kind of came out? Well, I just – I continue to say I just don't know why we don't just play a regular schedule. So, And then you got to add in it's not just us. So it's – we have teams from all New England states. So yeah. MASCAC, they're all – in yeah. Massachusetts and certain different leagues have different kind of geo- geographical setups, I would say. But we're all we have a team in every New England state. So you know this one can't go here. Norwich isn't close to anybody. They're four hours away from us. And you know then different schools have different restrictions. And you know something, I respect whatever decision any other school wants to make. You have to look out for yourself, and you have to look out for the health and safety of not only your team but your campus community as a whole. So I totally understand and respect it. At the end of the day, as long as Johnson and Wales and St. Joe's are playing and we're playing, the the bottom line is that as long as the three of us can get together and have a tournament at the end of the year, that's really all that matters, in my opinion. So it's just like, you know, some teams can't play, some teams will play, won't play. It doesn't matter. We play the schedule that they give us, and then we whatever the postseason format is, we look forward to playing in it. So, I guess we'll end it on um, what's your ultimate goal for this season? Win the GNAC and go represent the school in a positive way in the NCAA tournament and see how far that can take us. And that's been the goal since the day that I signed the contract to take the job. It's going to be the goal until I retire. (laughs) And it's absolutely the goal this year. Right. You think it's possible? No question about it. We just have to play. Absolutely. All right. But well, you got to play well, and it's going to be tough because yeah. nobody respects St. Joe's and Jay more than us. I mean, right. tremendous, tremendous programs. Coach Sanborn's won probably 800 games now. He won a 700 <laughs> a couple of years ago. I mean, he's just been at it forever. And so ever since Coach Casey's got to Johnson and Wales, they've been like a whole different team. And so, you know, they do things the right way. They play hard. They're tough to play against. They have good pitching, great lineups. I mean, it's going to be an absolute battle. But we look forward to having the opportunity to have those battles. All right, awesome. Well, appreciate you coming in and taking the time. I'm out of your day today. Thanks for having practice. me. Yeah, I'm <laughs> heading over the field now. All right, so have a good one. Thanks, man. All right, and now I'll send it over to Brock for today's sponsor. Hello, AMCAT Nation. This podcast is brought to you by the AMCAT Club. The AMCAT Club is where you can go to help out your favorite sports teams or the athletic department as a whole. You can find the AMCAT Club on GoAMCATs.com under the Support Athletics tab. Now I'm going to send it back to Travis and the AMCAT Podcast. Thanks, Brock. That'll do it for today. I want to thank Brian again for coming in. Uh, next week, we will be talking to new women's basketball coach, Melissa Paulus. So make sure to tune in for that. And I hope everyone has a great weekend and stay safe. Thank you.